Critique what? What's up, everybody? It's your boy Desi Rains. I'm Rick, <laughs> and we, this is agreed. agreed. <laughs> I love how enthused you are every time we get on here. Because you, you, you I stopped us in the middle of a conversation, you're like, "Hold on, like, bro, just hit record." Let's you're just right. Go. You're right. You're right. It's hard. Go ahead. So for the for the people, <laughs> um, I'm ready for this. We be one. having conversations before the conversation is supposed to begin. <laughs> And I've stopped like three conversations because we were about to go ham <laughs> Bro, <I'm laughs> before ready. pressing record. I'm ready. Um, also, if y'all haven't noticed, <laughs> my screen is mm. crisp out here. Super crisp. You see the pupils in my eyeballs, baby. What is the, what do we, to what technology do we owe this? I mean, I shouted out Epoch Cam last time. What are you, uh, uh, how did you achieve, achieve your greatness? Yeah. This is a um sony a6500 mm-hmm. that we're recording off of courtesy of my lovely dovely wife mm. ariana Rains. very amazing thank you sony thank you wife thank you wifey thank you ari we appreciate everything you do you hear me uh no cappington ari does everything for us that's true she gets us together <laughs> she pulls us apart when we're arguing too much. <laughs> she is everything I She goes ever and gets wanted. food. She does. Show. But we've never done a segment where we order food and we try it because I do not do ASMR. I just one just day nasty. we will. We're it's not gonna nasty. we're not it's gonna nasty. be on mic smacking. So I it's wouldn't nasty. call it ASMR, but we will do a taste testing. Mm-mm. Uh, a video one of these days mm-hmm. never smacking on camera because i think that's weird all this Ugh. that's good we're not gonna that do any of that terrible, <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna be doing any of that but we oh could give you God. some some clean reactions to uh like the the trap house wing spot clean you know? reactions you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean jelly bean. But uh but what's up, brother? What's up? what's going on in your world? What's happening with you right now? Um, you haven't commented on my hair yet. It looks amazing. What did you do different? Oh, you colored it. Oh. Look at this man. See, see, I was I was thrown off because no, no. in the group chat you were talking about getting a bun. And I was looking at your hair like, I don't well, know. Well, yeah, if it's you're it's ready. long enough that I just kind of jokingly in the mirror I can pull it back a little bit and kind of put it into it's getting that long. Did you successfully bun it? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I hit up 
tea and I was like, yo, I mean, I know you've done it before. You know what, bro? hair is way longer than mine. You bro. could possibly bun it if you blow dried your hair. Yeah, I've been trying to get friends to help me out with my hair for a minute and we finally just, <laughs> between me and my wife or mom, we're like, we can do this. So. Understood. Which did it. My um, wife is in the process of retwisting my that hair right same now. effect that I just had with you as far as like, I don't want you to be able to tell really, or, you know, unless, or I can't, like, I don't want to be, you know, standing out in the crowd, but when you get close, it's like, oh, okay, you got color in your hair. So. Bruh, you need to go Not fully like blonde. No, no, no. It's time, bro. That's trendy. So many. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly why I don't. <laughs> you already know. Why would I want to do something that everybody's doing? Look, right come on, baby. Come on. It doesn't look too bad. It don't look too bad. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. <laughs> no, thank you on the blonde. I'm straight, bro. So outside of your hair, how, how's your week been, bro? Um, It's been good. Another week. Moving and grooving, doing the thing. Rehearsal for church. Yeah. You know. Did you not play at the Rialto with, 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 with the guys and the gals? No, because I have a new work schedule. So, and ah, it's not. Mondays uh, are not free for you anymore. I'm the new guy. So, um, I kind of have to work right now. And, yeah, I get know, that. I get that. Can't yeah. really take take off when you first get at a new gig. Yeah, you gotta you gotta work, work, work. So even when you're yeah. not working, they feel like you're still working. Yeah. Yep. yep. I mean, yeah. I learned that Relatively. from suits. Have you ever watched suits? Uh which one is that one? Suits is the uh show about um the kid who's like a drug dealer. He runs he's like on the run from the law and he stumbles upon this um um law firm application interview thing and he gets the job without a law degree but he's he studied the law he was like he has mm -hmm. a photographic memory so he like once he sees it he remembers it once he remembers it he knows it forever what kind so, of show is this bro what, it's incredible on fox on usa bro Mm. Ah, Meghan Markle. Uh, this is where she came from. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So this, that's where, okay, interesting. Yeah, mm. bro, that show was actually really good. Really good. Really mm. good, bro. I Meghan think you Markle. like it, honestly. Who knew? It's on Amazon Prime for the free ski if you got Prime. Okay. I'll uh, consider checking it out. Meghan Markle. <sighs> All right, are you are we ready to get into the the it shays or the <sighs> deeper it shays? Start exactly where you started. You want to go juicy smoothie? All right, yeah. all right, let's go juicy. Let's go juicy, bro. So he had his court case. Mm -hmm. He had his court uh, date. Right. Um, well, they've concluded it so far. Mm -hmm. Um. Apparently, he's been found guilty. Really? Five counts. I think. Of what? Five or six. Let me see. Let me see. I, mean, I, I should have I had it pulled up already, but you know. 
I'm a horrible journalist, so don't Man. don't smack me with it. This coming straight from CNN. Jesse Smouye has been sorry. Jesse Smollett has sorry. It's Dave Chappelle has been found guilty of five counts of disorderly conduct for making false reports to police that he was a victim of a hate crime. Wow. In January 2019, he was acquitted on one count of felony disorder conduct. Wow. Federal disorderly conduct. Yeah, man. So he's... So he paid those twins. That's what they're saying? Now, that's what they're... That's what that's where they landed. They landed okay. on that he paid those twins and and they rehearsed the whole thing and it was a whole wow. hoax. But if you look into some of the details of the case, he said that he, uh, of, of course, uh, Juicy got on the, on the stand himself um, and testified Don't on his that. behalf. Remember what I said last week, everybody. Don't get on the stand. Well, he did. That's what they tell him not to do. I'm just saying that's what they say on the shows. I think before we get into this, I just think there is no way, even at this point, even if there was a shred of hope that he was telling the truth, mm -hmm. the, the, the information surrounding the case has been so heavily publicized that it's kind of tainted the minds of everybody involved. There's no juror that mm. hasn't heard anything about this about this case who hasn't been like um affected or have an opinion hmm. about what's been going on and how the media has chosen to report it hmm. i mean it, it began as we all were trying to have his back to who's we i didn't know any i mean look listen same well, thing with the Kyle Rittenhouse thing. I just, I don't know enough. If I don't know enough information about it, I can't be pro or against. For sure. But we're not out. talking about just Rick. We're talking about the vast majority of people. Like, I don't know. For sure, for sure, for sure. Rick is the most responsible human being on this earth. He does <laughs> not make any snap decisions. We know that. No, because he wrapped up a majority, lot of people into it, bro. For I mean, sure. But, my sister. My sister was posting. But initially... The world viewed man. this as a hate crime. Mm -hmm. Initially, right, and know. that's how they were re yeah, reporting it. That's what people would think when someone says, this happened to me. They would not be lying. Yeah. You saw what Biden said? Biden and uh, Jin Saki? No. Yeah. What did they say? They, you know, of course they said the same thing like i mean everybody's gonna believe somebody when they say that something happened to them so naturally that's what happened yeah so i'm i'm a little on the fence and i've been like i've been on the side of dave Chappelle and most of america when it comes to this like you fake this the mm -hmm. the contents of the case can't just can't be real you know what i'm saying like all of it seems very made up however when juicy took the stand yeah what did he say he said that 
that they had entered in that he had solicited he paid the twins to work him out because the creator of empire was saying that he was gaining weight and that he needed to get it off so okay. he hired a trainer mm -hmm. and that's is... where the money that's where the money came from he hired the trainer okay. to get him back in shape and they spark a romantic relationship which trainer one of the brothers one of the brothers okay so that's where he's saying the money comes in and they started a romantic relationship apparently like when they used to get together they would have a good time they would uh party and you know do some drugs and you know the weeds the cokes and you know and they would have a merry old time and this it happens that um on one of these days juicy rented out a bathhouse mm -hmm. uh, for for them uh privately not not both of them just one of them he had the romantic relationship with but okay. he rented out a bath a private bathhouse for them and they had a little sexy time with some with some drugs and and Buddy started to get uh, paranoid or jealous that Juicy may have been messing around with other people or something like that. So he set this whole thing up. The brother set it up against Jesse. Against, against Jesse, yes. Yeah, yeah, take it in. Um, um, Take it in. I'm trying here. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm really trying. I'm really trying to follow the logic here. Okay. So he's saying that even though he said to police that it was a hate crime, he's saying that the brother that he had a relationship with made him say this to the police. Now, not made him say this because, okay, so I believe in this is where you know the details get a little shoddy mm -hmm. but i believe when the attack happened they were actually spewing all this negative stuff and maybe they blind like they struck him from behind and knocked him out mm -hmm. while screaming this stuff so they wouldn't know that it was them but after he screamed hate crime and they arrested the people who attacked him. It turned out to be these boys. Okay. That makes, that makes sense that I can see that being true. Right. I, I mean, your jealous boyfriend beat you up. I've masked, heard a lot and seen and, a lot uh, of jealousy stories. Yells play out a lot of crazy, crazy things in order for you to feel like it's somebody else. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then he'll, naturally he goes and reports it. And then when he reports it, the police investigate, you know, searching video cameras, all this stuff. And I mean, you got to give themselves it up for in. these brothers. You they turned themselves in. Is that how they got them or something? No, nah, they found them at an airport, I think. They picked them up at an airport somewhere trying to leave yeah oh so i gotta hand it to him because no matter how this played out if you caught him unaware 
uh, you know, like at three in the morning in Chicago at a subway. Okay. Um, it's subway you is caught him off late the, in Chicago in some places. That's some for places sure. Have that's a for 24 hour subway, which no, is crazy. Yeah. I mean, we've been to a few 24 hour subways. They're usually connected to in gas stations. Sh- not in Chicago. No, not in Chicago, which is why, again, this is uh, <laughs> this is one of them ones. Uh, mm-hmm. But but it's uh, I got to hand it to the to the brothers because no matter how he reported this, he was going to look like an idiot if he thought this was a hate crime. And it turns out these were two of the blackest dudes we've ever seen. <laughs> now, even if they go to jail or prison, <laughs> his reputation is always tarnished because <laughs> you said it was a hate crime. And these are niggeros. Like, these are not just black folks. <laughs> yeah. These are niggeros. <laughs> they, they black, black. They, they, they are midnight. No question. Man. Yeah. Wow. So this, if, if that is true, and they say they're going to appeal. So if mm-hmm. that is true, I mean, it's not that outlandish. Hmm. Mm, mm, mm. What you think? Mm, mm, mm. I I I I said it's true. I I agree. That's you agree. That's plausible. It is plausible. That's plausible. I I can believe it. Now, at the point when he finds out that, or the police find out who it is, and he finds out who it is. Was that his story when he found out, or that's the story he's saying now when he took the stand? Now, you see what I'm saying? That I'm not sure because this this happened in January of 2019, so almost oh. th- almost three years ago now. So this is the first time that he is saying this in public on a public this in stand. public in a in yeah. So I don't know if this this might have been a story because remember the charges were dropped. Um, I think last year these charges were dropped and they were gonna leave it alone and move on. Man, I can see it then. Yeah, you know I'm saying the case was re. I think the case was reopened because they found that video of them rehearsing. Of them rehearsing what? Apparently, they found a video of Juicy. And these two brothers meeting up and rehearsing what they would do and how it would go down. Oh. I don't know if Juicy had a had an answer for that, but Ooh. that's so that's what I think that's what time? reopened the case. That's what they're saying? He knew I think, it was in the whole time. I think so. That's crazy. Yeah. You can't explain that one away, Desi. I mean, no, you oh. can't. You no, you can't. can't explain a rehearsal away. No, no, you can't. You a are surprised, right. yeah, but yeah, yeah. Ooh, that that's a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's it a is. tough one. Yes, it is. Dang, Jesse, what mm. do you do, mm. Juicy Smoothie? Well, thoughts and prayers to Juicy Smoothie and the whole Smoothie family. Um, yeah, uh, I wonder how Journey is taking all this because. You know, after all this happened, Lovecraft Country was uh, canceled. Really? I don't know if this was a direct 
uh, correlation nah. or any correlation, but it Wait was canceled after a very successful season. I mean, but everybody died. It, it, I'm sorry if you haven't seen Lovecraft Country. I'm sorry. But uh, they, I think it was a one-season thing. Well, I feel like if the main dude died, if it was a if it was a one season thing, they wouldn't like publicize it as being canceled. It would just be done. But they've been saying that this is the show has been canceled for the second season. Hmm. Mm, mm, mm. But I'm just wondering how the, the how the Smoothie family is. Is taking all of this. Yeah. Uh, it's never vitriol. easy when someone is going through something like this. I'm sure. Shoot, but... it's not easy navigating Hollywood, man. Dude. This is crazy. This is crazy. I would, I would never want my life to be as public as some people allow their lives to be. I would not. Boy, I would boy, be like, uh, you, you know how like some actors and musicians, they... They live elsewhere. I would live elsewhere. That would be me. Bro. Honestly, bro, I've been thinking about that a lot. When I was um, in high school, I met these folks um, that were really famous in like China, basically everywhere overseas. And they're famous everywhere but the United States. So they stay in the United States and then mm -hmm. they go travel and make their connections that way. That's cool. Hey, maybe that's us. Maybe we're famous overseas and we just don't know it yet. Fam, if we are famous overseas, <laughs> send sponsors this way because it's something about these oh. folks that they just they just don't want to rock with us. But in the meantime, <laughs> in between time, we rock with ourselves super heavy. You feel what I'm talking about? Yes. So, uh, Rick, tell the people what you got going on or tell the people about the movie you want them to see. Oh, what's today? Today is the 10th, December It 10th. is the 10th. Today is. is the day. Um, go check out The Encounter, Amazon Prime. I got to screen it. It was interesting. It's heady. You got to come in with an open mind. Good stuff. Riz Ahmed, uh, Octavia Spencer. It was, uh, it was an honest movie. It was deep. The uh, consequences of war and what could possibly happen. Did Can't you like the I, uh, movie? I. Are you still refraining? Because it's it out wasn't now. My type of uh, my cup of tea. I usually like, you know, if it's gonna be dark and sad, then you know, I need to prepare myself. I wasn't prepared, so. But it's all good. Is it as um, hopeless as? For color girls who consider suicide when the rainbow wasn't enough. Mm. Have you seen that movie? Tyler mm -mm. Perry did an adaption of that play. And was brother, that the when one I tell with you, the Oprah Winfrey? She's in it, I think. Um, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she's in it. Janet yeah, Jackson's I, in uh, it. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, and I, some I, other folks. I think I've seen a scene or two of it somehow, but the. Once again, not my cup of tea, but you know, great actors acting, doing their thing, conveying a, a wonderful message. And, um, you know, shout out to 
all the people who serve um, or who have served or who are serving actively in our country. And um, my heart goes out to the people who deal with the consequences of war mentally. Yeah. Yeah, I can feel that. Um, shout out to The Encounter. I might watch it um, tomorrow with my wife and maybe my mom. My mom likes really sad, hopeless movies. Bro, so, I can't do it. I can't either, but my mom really finds uh, find something special in these. Yeah, I mean, you know, movies, women right? like to cry. Uh, that's the heartfelt stuff, yeah. The tough stuff. They, that's a lot for me, boy. Yeah, it's tough. Usually well, I'm a sci-fi action guy. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this. Teakwood has a show coming up. On December 23rd. December 23rd. Our our host just dropped out as of last week. Okay. So we are. <laughs> Let's. So we are. Uh, we're hostless. Ooh. We're not necessarily hopeless, but we're hostless mm-hmm. um, in these mean streets. But the show will go on. Uh, December 23rd at 7 p.m. at Gallery 992 in the heart of the historic West End. We are having a Christmas show for you and yours. I need for you and yours. to come out. Uh, tell a friend to tell a friend come to come on out, meet y'all. you here at Gallery 992-992, Ralph David Abernathy Boulevard, uh, 7 Right out for 20 West, people. Right off of 20 yeah. West, uh, $20 is the cover charge. Uh, links in my bio at Desi Rains on Instagram, D-E-S-I-R-A-I-N-E-S. You can find it on Joy Conaway's Instagram and the We Are Teakwood Instagram bio link. Um, come out and have a good time, man. We're having good music. We're having good fun, good food, good wine. What more can you ask for? At this point, come out, tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your dog. It's time to go to Teakwood on December 23rd at 992. Tell your dog. Tell him. Let him know. Let him know because he deserves to know Mm -hmm. that Jesus is the reason for the season. Amen. (laughs) Jesus is the reason. Come on, Rick. Let's get back into the action. I'm trying to remember what the beat was, man. I just heard it earlier. I literally I got just you. heard it earlier. It goes like this. Angels, we have heard on us. Okay, that's it. <laughs> Come on, baby. I yeah. grew up on Chris, uh, Kirk Franklin Christmas, bro. Chris Franklin. Oh, I Lord. I grew up on Chris Kringle, baby. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, What's ooh, that? That's ooh, his son there. Name, right, Chris? Let's go there. Give me your top five Christmas records. Or five is too much because I just thought about it. I don't know if I know five. Give me your top three Christmas records for you and yours. Uh, besides the obvious ones, I feel like we really, there's a lot of them that are always just like everybody defaults to this Christmas or the Mariah Carey situation. Uh, are those your favorites? No, 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 no. I'm saying 
commonly I hear commonly among uh our our culture our folks that um those are some of their favorites it's a i mean and it's stuff you gotta play every year at different parties it's it's this christmas um and it's what is uh Mariah Carey's um all I want for Christmas is you yeah 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 that's I mean some places that's I think it's banned in some places because they don't want to hear it no more well too bad because yeah because it's gonna play every year fam <laughs> it's gonna play <laughs> like, every year for period. for certain it's gonna be on every one of your commercials you better stay with it <laughs> <laughs> but what are your top three because I ain't um, I, I, and uh do you do christmas albums or are we doing just christmas songs i mean if i had to pick one album i listen to one christmas album every year it's the israel um a timeless christmas album is that fire Ooh, yeah i have not listened to that i'm about to download that right now yeah timeless christmas israel yeah i mean you know he's cold-blooded to begin with but that's period it's got this just you know the all-stars on it so it's cold-blooded bro um honestly if i'm going like ooh, i mean the classic you know jackson five christmas stuff of course uh there was somebody stuff that I heard the other day who did. I mean, it, it it'll definitely surprise you if you hop on Apple Music and just or Spotify and just hop on and you know, uh, like holiday R and B. You'll be surprised at some people's versions uh, of different songs. It's like, man, this is actually really really dope. Yeah. Uh, man. I mean, we listen to a lot of classic old, like uh, classic Motown and uh, that type of stuff as far as around my house growing yeah. up. Um, that and, you know, I mean, yeah, the Jackson 5 stuff is like really the top in Israel for me, at least. Uh, Latrista likes a little bit more like, you know, Christmas trap. That's what she puts me on. Really? Because she's from Atlanta, you know. Hey, <laughs> hey, yeah, bro. She she put me on uh all y'all's like Atlanta Christmas trap stuff, bro. It was funny. Did y'all so did funny. she put you onto the Love Renaissance Christmas album? Um, no, you put me onto that. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. We enjoyed that together. Mm-hmm. That uh, that twelve days of trap miss is uh still ringing in my house, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but she she likes a lot more like nineties uh, Christmas stuff. I can't even remember some of the stuff she likes to so play. So what but... you gonna get that boy for Christmas? <laughs> so what you gonna get that boy? Yeah, boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so my top three mm-hmm. Christmas albums of all time. All time. Ever, 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 ever. I got to give it to Jackson 5. Got to give it to Jackson 5. It's hard to top. It's hard. They, man, they covered all bases. They had skits. Uh, they had. Oh, they did? They you did. know, they let Jermaine lead a few records. Oh. You know? 
<laughs> then you got little Michael, so you can't lose. Uh, you can't Boy. lose. Yeah, Boy, they Mike. had him going, and they had all the brothers singing on one of these. Uh, Frosty the Snowman, uh, up on the housetop. Mm. Like, man, you can't get no better than these things, bro. Honestly, Jermaine's rendition of "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas" is the rendition I sing <laughs> if somebody asked me to sing it. Legit, bro. Legit to this day. To this day, it was a beautiful rendition, Perfect. bro. Perfect. Uh, so I got Jackson Five first and foremost. Um, and then I got to give it to Pentatonics. Oh, um, I mean, they've been coming hard every Christmas mm. for about a good nine or 10 years. Something, wow. something ridiculous like that. Um, but their very first Christmas mm-hmm. EP is really fire. Really incredible, bro. Are they still, they're still touring, right? Oh, absolutely. Mm. absolutely that's cool absolutely they just they actually just put out a christmas album um oh uh, recently they just put out year. a christmas album everybody it's called go evergreen get it. it's not bad they got some hot takes on there um but the first christmas ep from them is gonna go down in history for me okay. um and number three ooh, gotta give it to kirk Got to got to hand it to. Mm-hmm. I got to hand it to the man, okay. Kirk Kirk Whalem. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm, I got to hand it to Kirk Franklin. You don't family. listen to Kirk Whalem, <laughs> <laughs> but I know his name, and he's a pretty okay. good whatever he does. But yeah, um, he's amazing. Um, Kirk Franklin's Christmas record is, I mean, ooh, that his flip his flip on Silent Night is so. It's a classic. It's so July. Like, it's so Christmas in July type. Like, mm. you can play that record on an island somewhere and be fine. <laughs> Legit. Mm. Um, is Kirk like the predecessor to the newer version of Kanye? And how, like, whenever we were listening to Kirk Franklin when we were younger, our parents didn't like it because he flipped a bunch of songs that they knew when they were younger. Especially like uh, Stomp, they didn't like Stomp at all, bro. The old old school, nah, they didn't like it at all. It was but, controversial to like Kirk Franklin when when it was that time. But Kirk wouldn't be the new Kanye. Kanye would be the new Kirk. That's what I'm saying. I'm I said it backwards. Sorry. Oh, okay, okay. Um, you see what I'm saying? But well, I'm saying Kirk is the predecessor to like what Kanye has now like walked fully through the door and flipping songs and just making them Christian lyrics. Like we used to do on the bus when we're, you know, riding somewhere back when I was in private school, just change the lyrics. <laughs> but now would I say, would I, would I go that far? Bro, this man, Kirk Franklin has song like stomp bro. And, I mean, Stomp was like the really the first one that was like, uh. But Kanye ain't doing that. Our parents, that, you know, though. had that look like, uh, wait a minute, hold on, this is uh, you know, this is already song. He just well, how do you, how do you see? Let me ask you, how do you see Kanye being that today? Because with the Sunday Service Choir, most of those songs that weren't his originals, he just flipped the songs. 
on the Sunday service choir, none of those songs were original. Yeah, yeah that's like what I'm saying. They he, he just songs. flipped them. Yeah. No, the, some of them were old songs. Some of them they did some uh like the Chick-fil-A joint or whatever. That's original. But I'm saying like besides the old but That's not on Sunday service. That's on Kanye's record. Okay. But they still did it. But I'm saying like uh in, instead of the old old gospel songs, some of the stuff that they were doing was like flipping songs, bro. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can't remember any of them off the top of my head, but it was like, wait a minute, that's, <laughs> that's I the same that. thing Kirk was doing whenever um, he kind of broke open that door. It was controversial. I can feel that for sure. Um, oh, Kanye I don't know if he would be. I don't know if he would Drake. be that guy. I don't know if he would be Kirk today, but I can see your point. But speaking of Kanye, Mr. West and Mr. Graham have come together mm. on a Prime special, mm-hmm. a live concert. They did uh, for the benefit of Mr. Larry Hoover. Yeah, uh, trying to free him from prison after how long has it been? Like I know nothing about. Years. I know nothing about the the situation. I would have to have somebody explain it to me. What, um, who he is, in relation to Kanye? He's no if one in relation rela- to okay, Kanye. No relation. He just no relation. Uh, Larry Hoover was a big like a black kingpin, basically. Oh. Um, back in the 70s, 80s, I believe. I'm only saying 70s, 80s because his son has recently gone on um, Drink Champs to say that he hasn't seen his father free since he was a child and he's like 45 or something ridiculous like that. His kids, um, his son's kids have never seen their grandfather free. Wow. uh, So apparently... He's in prison for a reason. Mm. What? Why exactly is he in prison? Let's let's let's. It's a smooth Google. It's a smooth Google. Smooth Google. Give me a second. Larry Hoover. Larry Hoover. Larry Hoover charges. Hoover is gone serving six life sentences for his role as the murderous and ruthless chairman of Chicago's feared gangster disciples criminal organization. In 97, he was convicted of murder, conspiracy, extortion, money laundering, and other federal charges. He killed how many people? I don't know if there's a number on it. But uh, he, kill, he killed them or he was just the he was responsible for. OK. Them. But uh, you've you've heard of GD before. You've heard of Gangster Disciples. I have indeed heard of the Gangster Disciples, not to be confused with the gospel gangsters, the old school Christian rap group that I used to listen to when it was controversial. Show my age here. Carry on, carry on. <laughs> No, we we not we, we not just gonna ride past that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
uh, we got it. We're gonna have to uh, park the car for a sec. They came to my church a, one time. It was great. You were part of a group called the. No, no, no. Gospel I wasn't part of a group. I, I used to listen to. Yeah, like when they when, like the beginning era of Christian hip hop. There were some uh, interesting, interesting groups that were out. And some of the local Nashville rappers and rap groups would collab with people, bring them into town. Mm-hmm. Let me see who who was it. Uh, Mike E was um, one of the artists back then. Who else? I used to listen to Cross Movement, but not to be confused. Like I said, gospel gangsters was the Christian rap group Gospel I'm, Gangsters. I'm I'm just wondering right now. They were now, West Coast. I'm just wondering right now mm-hmm. who is confusing gangster disciples with gospel, gospel gangsters. gangsters. How, <laughs> like, how are we on this conversation? How do we pivot here right now? <laughs> I mean, I just had to put it out there. Didn't want people to dis- uh, uh, not disassociate. Associate. Disassociate. <laughs> Well, <laughs> because I know this is common, guys, Gangster Disciple has no affiliation <laughs> to the gospel gangsters, okay? <laughs> now, if we're all, if all hearts and minds are clear, we can move on from that stumbling block right there. <laughs> Let me see. Hold on. Hold on. This guy. Look. I think I'm lying. This way. <laughs> oh, this is hilarious, bro. Are you about to play us some gospel gangsters? Hey, bro. They were a real group. <laughs> Church. Now I was controversial I back in my day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we've all heard of the Gangster Disciples. Uh, <laughs> um, again, not to be confused with the Gospel Gangsters, uh, <laughs> the same gangster name. Um, but he apparently was the chairman of this of this uh, uh, gang, this street mm-hmm. gang, criminal organization. Okay. And he got caught. Mm. So he's not in there. Right. He's no longer affiliated with the gang. He's no longer affiliated with the the disciples. Larry Hoover will always be affiliated with GD. Okay. I'm just trying to figure out why Kanye wants to free Larry. When you got Rick Ross in there, in life, posing as you. I think I'm big Mitch. Larry Hoover. Whipping work. Hallelujah. uh, Larry Hoover's son said on there, is like, we appreciate Rick Ross for doing that, but you really didn't help our case here. Uh (laughs) Yeah, no, definitely not. But I'm just trying to figure out. I think I'm trying to figure out the what, same thing. Like, what, why are so we trying to free him? Why are we trying to free Larry? I'm I'm really trying to put this together. Kim so, is just doing great things, freeing people who are innocent, getting her life together. 
And uh, Kanye is doing giant concerts in L.A. trying to free Larry Hoover. Don't miss the forest for the trees, though. The whole hip hop community has come together to try to free Larry Hoover. This the is entire interesting. community. Mm. OK, this has been a big thing for a good little minute. Um, but they've just recently started parading his son around to mm. interviews um, speaking on his father's behalf. My thing is this. Has he done his time? How um, much is, is a life? Is it is 20, right? Life sentence? Yeah. How long 20. is a life sentence? How long uh, is a life sentence? I thought it was 20. While we search, are you searching for things in your life? Oh my God. <laughs> this is not going to help my search. Welcome to <laughs> the Agreed this. Podcast. <laughs> um, I what can't is it called? Do this. <laughs> Counseling oh. sessions with All right, stop, stop. as we take time <laughs> to search it. for the answers the, for the meaning In most of, of the life. United States, a life sentence means a person in prison for 15 years with a chance for parole. It can be confusing to hear a man sentenced to life, but then 15 years later they are free. So he's done his time. Uh, That's why they're no, trying. No, no. He, you said two life sentences. That's 30 Six. years. Carry the one six life minus sentences. two. <laughs> My bad. Ninety <clears throat> years is Never what mind. we're talking about here. Okay, well, he has nowhere near completed his sentence. I'm, I'm <laughs> definitely confused. <laughs> <laughs> mm. He has nowhere near completed his sentence. He's <laughs> he's got Rough. six of the bad boys. <laughs> okay, but 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 I, I'm I'm just as confused as you. I don't understand. Okay. And, you know, I don't want to step on no toes here. Uh, mm. Forget it. Nobody listens to us anyway. You're right. I don't understand. <laughs> say, yeah. <laughs> I, don't understand. I was about to say, we could just, at this point, we could just keep you doing know, these we, and have a good time. If we amass a million followers, we'll sure. this episode. Sure. Sure. Matter of fact, when we'll Spotify episode, pays us, we'll millions. delete this later. <laughs> <laughs> but we're all about love on this podcast, everybody. Just remember all about that. it. We love you because we believe in Jesus, mm-hmm. and He is love. Amen. Mm. But um, amen. I just don't understand what we gain from releasing him outside of this one person being able to see his descendants because that's what they're in my mind that's or to me that's what they're hinging all of this off of like Mm. they're like really trying to appeal to parents who you know who love their kids you know Mm. and the thought of not being able to see your kids or even your grandkids yeah at all that would be rough that would be rough but why is this the case i believe this is because of decisions lawrence made for himself Mm. i just i I'm, i'm just trying to figure out why as well i really am um, Look, my brother is in prison now. So what kind of, does he, does he have, still have, I guess, I'm assuming 
connections to be able to um, appeal to these the rap community he's, for everybody to okay, rally so around he's him. He's the leader of the gangster disciples. Right. And rap is dominated by gangster rap. Mm. I'm just thinking, like, are they reaching out or are the rappers reaching out and supporting a love for him? It's both. Or is it both ways? It's both ways. Okay. It's what, both I was, ways. what I was about to say, my brother is in prison now. Um, mm-hmm. For uh, he still got a little time on the sentence. Mm-hmm. But um, I say free him because I want him free. But I also know why he's in there. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not expecting people to hear see my hashtag and then go petition to free my brother from prison. Because he did what he did. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm, yeah, you you got to serve the time for what you did. That's that's just how these things work. Yes, I want him free. Mm. Um, but I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't like say the government has to do this. It's like, man, well, you got to get your time in. You know what I mean? Hear you. <laughs> Am I making sense? I. Uh, you are making sense. You're speaking from your personal experience. So, is that weird though to say? Like, um, I, I'm just not understanding why. Like, this man is responsible for a lot of death in our community. No, I agree. Why then? I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. But what do you think, Rick? Do you think you think Larry Hoover should be free? Bro, I have agreed with you this entire time. <laughs> well, well, I let me ask you this. Do you I see have no, I don't know. Do you have like um Dang, I can I don't even know how to ask this without sounding crazy. But I don't, can have, you well, see I don't have experience with this. Where... You have experience with this. So I'm going with your experience and your experience is speaking from a truthful perspective of this is what it is. Like as my brother, um, I'm assuming Kanye knows this person in some way or Drake knows this person. They have to have some type of relationship with them to put on a whole concert. I think people have a relationship with his son. I think people know his son. Okay. Uh, Larry Hoover Jr. I think mm. is his name. I think. I don't I don't know what the significance is, so I can't really speak to it, but I don't know. There might be something that he's done for the community to make amends for. Is there anything you could do? Now listen, man. I'm confu- I'm just as confused as you are. I'm well, trying to it was like enough. you say, I'm trying to give people the benefit of the doubt. So <laughs> if he's got the rap community behind him and these rappers keep Wanting to free him. There's got to be something, I guess, that we're missing. Well, in rap, people can go away f- literally for murder, and we want them freed. So we'll yeah, t-shirts. yeah, you're right. That's that's the culture. You're right. Ooh, I wanted to ask you this. Okay, um, I'm pivoting hard. Pivoting. Um, I've been seeing left. a lot 
of um questions like online mm-hmm. like um like memes or something you know those memes that pose questions that should make yeah, you or whatever yeah. everybody's yeah. philosophical these days like this ain't even philosophical bro this is one of them ones it's just like would you slap your mother for 500 <laughs> million dollars <laughs> like would you push your brother off of a ledge for a million dollars they really you, make you think would you kill your best friend oh lord for a billion dollars which one did you see brother everybody is like well my mama understand i'm gonna just have to slap her for this 500 million. oh wow <laughs> we talk about a billion dollars i'm gonna have to do that I bet you mamas are saying the same thing. I was slap my kids. <laughs> Fam, my my question then becomes like, where do we draw the line? Is there anything we won't do for money? Listen, mama, slap me in the face for that money. Please. Five billion? I'm in. Elon Musk money? But, Let's go. But would go. you smack your mother for five hundred? No, I wouldn't hit her, but I would tell her, listen, hit me. Can That's we not a simulation. This? You can't change the simulation. Can we reverse this so my mom can hit me? No, you got to hit your mother or the bet's off. Mm, nah, not doing it, bro. Bro, I feel like we are part of the minority, dog. Like We are. That's probably why people don't listen to us, because we're not outrageous and do crazy stuff and say crazy stuff. And, and we're not willing to do everything for money. There it is. There's only one thing that we're willing to do for money. That is shout out these sponsors, because if you really want to sponsor us, we may decide to do some things for just a little bit of money. Moolah merch. Uh-huh. uh-huh. We can support your brand. And uh, you know, you can support ours. It's just it's just some beautiful mutual thing. You know, by the time you actually listen to this, we'll have a few more listens. Yeah, we will. More subscribers. Yes, we will. Just a few more. Just a tad, but for right now, that's the only thing that we would do for money. But besides that, no, I would not <laughs> slap anyone in my immediate family. After that, you know, everyone has their price. How about you? Would I slap my mom for a million dollars <laughs> for 500 million? No. And and honestly, my mom would probably be like, boy, you're dumb. Slap me. <laughs> <laughs> but man, I money is not a money is not the thing for me. I would like to be comfortable. Nah. You know what I'm saying? I like to yeah. I like to have enough money to do what I want, when I want, and how I want. Yeah. But it ain't that serious. Mm-mm. It ain't that serious. Mm-mm. You know, because now my mom can never look at me the same. I can never look at my mom the same. Not at all. You know what I but mean? But once again, like, I would tell them, please, can we reverse this? And my mom would definitely slap me for sure. But my mom would million? slap me for free. That's, not a, that's not a <laughs> test. <laughs> okay, for free? Yeah, I do. <laughs> that's that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I hope your mom listens to this. 
<laughs> nah, man. She ain't got this kind of time. We can talk for like an hour and a half. I ain't got no time for no podcast. Podcast? Boy, you better get in the house and clean. Now, would I slap my dad? Now, that's a whole other story. You know? Okay, let's not get deep. No, 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 no. I would the never, meme said I would never, mom. I would never. I would never. I would never. Nobody in my family, bro. I don't even the meme said mom, sorry. bro. You can't change family member. You're right. Since but even I if, can't reverse it. But even if it was my dad, I wouldn't do it. Like I said, no one in my immediate family. But if you had to slap me for $500 million, would you do it? Desi, let's split this money, bro. Oh, no, nigga, I need that in writing. I need that in writing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to sign a contract. Uh, Y'all are giving us how much money? To you, 250 to me. Desi, we just hit the jackpot, bro. <laughs> we just hit the jackpot. We Ooh. just hit the jackpot. That's what I'm saying, bro. Listen, Look, we, we'd never be virtual again. You better it's say gonna, it's going to hurt now, but listen, this is for the both of us, okay? Rick would never play for a church ever again. Dog. He would be out of here. I would be here in my studio. Yeah, I mean, day I in, would. day out. Look at that gamer oh. chair. He's ready for Grand Theft Auto all Hey, man, you know, we're here. Um, that's about that's about a good stopping point for me. No Alec it's... Baldwin? We can't do Alec? Ooh. We're skipping Alec? Let's touch Alec real quick. Because we just we told the people last week that we would watch this thing Ooh. and we would come back and talk about it. Not only did I watch that interview, <laughs> <laughs> but I watched as many YouTube experts as I could that explained not only his interview. They had the same gun that he would have on set, a replica of the same gun he had at what, Colt 45, they, this person yeah. had a PETA. He put, he loaded the gun. He showed you the five different positions that the hammer can be in. I'm an expert now, by the way. I come just on, hope come on, ready. YouTube University, baby. You and know so the vibes. He put the, the hammer in the five different positions that it can be in, and he was showing you that there's no way that if, Alec Baldwin said that he pulled the hammer back as far as he could without um, without shooting the gun. And he said he didn't pull the trigger. But what the person was explaining was that it's impossible. Once you cock the hammer back all the way or in a position that's past halfway, it's not going to move forward the fine firing pin is back here on the hammer on those older guns. It's not going to move forward at all once it's past the halfway position until you squeeze the trigger um, very gently and sensitively. And that will allow you to move the hammer back to the zero position. So he said zero was, you know, all the way. And then it was like one is a 16th of an inch. A two was halfway pretty much three, four, and like he just, he showed the positions and he showed all the way and he was like, you cannot, the gun will not fire unless you squeeze the trigger once it's past halfway. And so, hold there's on, other quick, people before, that explain that as well. Before you move on, for the people that haven't seen mm -hmm. this interview, mm -hmm. Alec Baldwin, because we said on here that he says that he did not pull the trigger. He says that he did not but pull the trigger. But on this interview, he said that 
um, that Helena he Hutchins, the, the woman that were the, that was killed, was telling him where to point the gun mm-hmm. for her shot. And it just so happened that she said, stop where she was. And he said that in the scene, I pulled the hammer. Would you All like to see back. that yes. on yes. here yes. as well? Mm-hmm. And she said, yes. And he was like, is this good? Is this good? Is this good? She said, stop. He let the hammer go. Mm-hmm. And the and the gun was fired. Mm-hmm. That's what he says in this. Interview. That's what he says happened. But, but you're saying now that yes. these experts are saying once you yes. pull the hammer back mm-hmm. to a certain on, on some of those old guns, uh, I think this gun that's a replica and right. the port 45, the firing pin is back here. It's attached to the hammer. It's not on newer guns. There is a like a floating firing pin that's inside, so you're not going to see um, the firing pin back here on the hammer. So once you get past halfway, there's zero. There's a sixteenth of an inch that's um, position one. There's two. There's halfway or whatever. And he says in the interview, I pulled the hammer all the way back as far as I could without pulling the trigger. Right? Whoa. The expert shows you that no matter what's happening with the hammer here, he he and he had a live round in there or whatever. Obviously, he was on the gun range, but he was just showing you everything because he showed you you put one bullet in, you make a space or you uh, uh, skip a hole. You put the other. What is it? Four bullets in. So there's only five bullets in the gun um, that's got uh, six uh, positions or not positions, but uh, room for six or whatever, because when you're riding as a cowboy, you have it cocked and loaded, but it's in um, one of the slots that has an empty bullet. So you're not going to accidentally shoot yourself. Right. So he shows all this stuff. But but yeah, he shows that like even when you let go of the hammer, if it's past halfway, it, it's not going to push all the way in on its own. You have to gently squeeze the trigger in order to get it to go all the way in. That's the only way that that would work. Right. So. He absolutely had to. And people in these videos, the experts, they're like, it's negligence. So whatever ramifications there are, there are. But there is definitely 100 percent most definitely going to be in this trial. They're probably going to bring in gun experts to show this exact same thing that you have to pull the trigger in order to get the hammer once it's passed halfway in order to get the hammer all the way back in. It doesn't just fire on its own. Knowing what we know now, because mm-hmm. he says something real interesting on the um, thing. Um, who do you sit down? George, George, uh, is it is it George or Giannopoulos, Stephanopoulos? Stephanopoulos. George Stephanopoulos. <clears throat> I think that's it. Sat down with Buddy, and Buddy asked him, Buddy said, um, so what is the responsibility of an actor? Because this whole interview, Alec was, took every possibility to hand the responsibility off to somebody else. Yes. That's what it seemed like to me. Um, but he asked him, so as what he is should, the, As you would. Yeah, for sure. But it's the truth. And he says, as the actor, what is your responsibility? In the, what is the actor's responsibility in handling firearms on set? Or what is your what is your responsibility on set in general? And he says to do what they told me to do. That is my responsibility. 
And if the director of cinematography, because I believe George Clooney has come out as like, I always check the gun. If ever I'm handling a gun Mm -hmm. on any set, I always check the gun. Mm -hmm. I never, uh, I show it to the people. I show it to everybody. I don't ever, basically bashing Alec Baldwin. Yeah. But he says like, but when the director of cinematography is telling you what to do for her shot, you do what they say to do. And if she asked me to pull the hammer back, I'm going to pull the hammer back. And if I let it go and this is what happened, then this is not on me. So my question to you, is this on Alec or is this on that 24-year-old girl, the armor girl or the, um, mm-hmm. assist, the AD, the assistant director? Honestly, I watched the interview and I watched an actor who has a love for acting. Um, I did not watch a gun expert in that interview. Like that's to me, that's what I saw Alec Baldwin as. So it definitely makes sense that he would not know unless he watched the same video that I watched. But the only reason that I watched that video is because of his interview. I doubt that he was, watching gun safety videos coming into this movie, especially because he's been in so many movies where he's had to hold a gun. um, And all he's done as an actor, his entire acting career is do as he's been instructed to do. And if he doesn't own a gun on his own and know about that stuff, it's really tough to know about gun safety, um, gun practices, all that stuff. But, I do know anytime that I've been around anyone who owns a gun, they are very safe. They show you, they empty every chamber of every gun every single time. And they show you that this gun is unloaded, whatever, whatever. And I'm never going to point it at anyone X, Y's and Z's or whatever. Um, so it does make sense that George Clooney, um, I don't know if he owns his own guns, but uh, what he's saying is plausible as well. Like when he gets a gun on set, he empties it and he shows everybody this is a unloaded gun. Now I will say with the, the gun that Alec Baldwin was apparently holding the Colt 45, the gun expert also showed you how you can easily see that the gun is loaded. Hmm. But he also, uh, George Clooney going back to him. He also said that dummy rounds are really tough to tell uh, the difference between real rounds, uh, because there's a small hole in the back of the dummy rounds, ah. but you're not going to know um, if people have removed the gunpowder or not, unless you're trained to look for that or you're used to looking at bullets. So, I honestly don't know what who to like. I don't I don't know if I can point a finger at anybody. No one is to blame. Right I don't think anyone is to blame. Oh, but no, someone is to, somebody put a live round in there. Well, I don't think it's or would they be the would they be to blame round situation? No, I don't think it was a live round situation. I I don't think it was a real bullet. They said it was a real bullet. Really? In the interview, they said it was a real bullet. Like the like the girl, um uh he said that he didn't know that he didn't know that um 
it was that serious until he was in the interrogation and homegirl or whoever was interrogating him slid the phone like this is what we took out of this guy yeah, showed it because okay, apparently yeah, two yeah, people yeah, were shot. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, I don't, I don't, what that's, that's still confusing to me that he, it went off and he was confused after she went down and after the director was screaming out in pain. I, well, he was saying, he said that before, uh, when he was handed the gun, he was, he was told that it was a cold gun. It was, not right. a live gun. Right. So he in his and and if we're believing what he says about him not pulling the trigger, in his mind, he did not pull the trigger. He just lifted the hammer back and let it go, and there was a loud bang. And then she then she fell out. So he but said could, that he thought she might have fainted because of the loud mm-hmm. sound. He, everybody was so close, nobody had earmuffs. Yeah, no one had earplugs, yeah. And uh buddy who got shot in the shoulder, um, he didn't understand why he was screaming in pain until... Yeah, bro, if that's not a clue right there, like, but we, obviously something is wrong. Like, but if you, but if you did, but I if know, you, I, I but know. if you didn't pull the trigger... I know, I know. I can see how he would have been... But you still feel the gun go fuddled by hand. that debacle. Yeah, but you still feel the gun go off in your hand. What I'm saying is, according to the gun experts, he's lying. And it's it's not obviously it's tough to swallow, but in order to get if you cock the, the hammer back as you're instructed to do past halfway. You have to squeeze the trigger in order to get the gun to even fire. So what he's mm. saying is a bold faced lie, basically is what the experts are saying. So he knows that he has to squeeze the trigger in order to get it past halfway because you can feel it in your hand. It's not it's not going to fire if you that's let it hard. go past. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's super tough. So you can't just run with and not only well i didn't i didn't pull the trigger it just it really makes no sense at all to me that as a human being you see someone go down in front of you you hear somebody else screaming in pain and you're confused as to what as to what just happened obviously this gun just went off and i would be completely shocked that a colt 45 a very powerful gun went off in my hands like i would i would i don't know there would be some type of shock some type of surprise some type of i cannot believe this just happened like this gun just went off y'all it was also revealed by somebody just went down in front of me it was also revealed by somebody um who quit like the day before the shooting that there was another there were two accidental discharges before this one Mm mm-hmm yeah they didn't no one did their research on this but how could you know if you're just an actor or if you're an inexperienced which apparently this was this armorer's second movie um as far as being the armorer for the movie the lead gun handler as far as for weapons yeah um this was her second movie and this is a specialized 
old school gun situation. So unless these people knew the five positions and knew the safety, um, knew how to look behind the gun and see if it was loaded, knew that you put one bullet in, skip a hole, put the other four in. <laughs> if it's ever cocked and loaded, it's loaded in the empty position. So I, I would not have known all of those things. If no one knew this on this film, that's exactly how um, those discharges happened. People not knowing Oof. the sensitivity of pulling the trigger um, and how to sensitively pull a trigger and gently release the hammer back to the zero position. There's no way I could do that. As an inexperienced actor just handling a gun someone tells me to handle there's no way so it's not his fault but he was definitely doing what he was told for sure but i think ultimately they're gonna find whoever the i guess they got their bad guy whoever the ad was or something i don't know but that's crazy Ooh, well Thoughts and prayers to the family of Helena Hutchins, yeah. her children, her husband. Um, sh shoot, Alec Baldwin, man, man, it's crazy. The Armor Girl, uh, it's the crazy. AD, all them. Like this case is nowhere near over, so it's it's not even started. So neither is the Ghislaine Maxwell case. Oh, are we going here? Are we going here? I just did oh. the Twilight Zone. Why did I do the Twilight Zone? Because <laughs> that is the that is the like quintessential sound for <laughs> like <laughs> impending doom. Very quickly, since we talked about it before we started recording, it's about to be over with, bro. Pretty soon here. See, she's super rich. There's no way it's it's gonna be fake prison, like Martha Stewart prison. Forget, I forget. Um, super rich. The people that are implicit in these crimes run oh, so high she's gonna take up down the totem pole. Oh, that if yeah. she goes down, oh, she's going down swinging. She's bringing everybody down. Brother, her. you have no choice. Ooh. I'm going to have to air out everybody. We're going to start with Prince Andrew. Oh, you think they're going to get Prince Andrew? We're going to go then to Bill Clinton. You think they're going to get Bill Clinton? Damn, it's so many people in Epstein's black book that have been Ooh, on this trip, that have been on this plane with him, that have been to this island with him. And he kept a very detailed record. Of everybody that has ever partied with him, ever. <laughs> I don't think they're going to be able to extend it to to the uh, secret island, though, right? Isn't this, aren't they investigating just like the Florida ones? So far. Again, yeah. So far. It's crazy. So far. It's crazy, But it's some, it's some girls that have been like on like the Netflix documentaries and all the documentaries about Epstein. That yeah. have decided not to testify against Ghislaine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, fam, you can't do a whole documentary against this man. And then when it's time to show up, 
you not don't show up. Show to up. Oh, because I mean, it's scary, man. Going to going to a federal trial situation. Is it federal? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, going to a federal trial situation is a lot different than going to Netflix in LA or them coming to you. It's a lot different, bro. Ooh, that's you gotta be super brave to go testify against a super rich, powerful person that you probably know the inner workings of their secret island and all this stuff. Nah, man. I'm good. I'm just gonna live out the rest of my life in ambiguity and have nothing to do with y'all move on with my life i'm moving out the country that's what i would do do you know a guy by the name of um um andrew schultz or that's a comedian right yeah 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 i've seen um he has a podcast with charlemagne called the brilliant intimate the The brilliant brilliant idiots oh brilliant idiots and then he has another podcast by himself, and he had Hassan Minaj on here. Um, and they were just saying, like, how are the men that went to this island any different from anyone who likes to, I don't know, have a bachelor party in Colombia, where it is well known that the prostitutes there are underage? I don't know. Except for the fact that they're rich and they're powerful. They're connected to government, countries, um, you know, the safety and security of hundreds, thousands, millions of people. Um, Not to say that these people don't go down, but... Hey man, there's a lot of stuff that we don't know. There's oh. things that exist for rich people that do not exist for us. That is for sure. Yeah, so I don't like know. everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so like who knows? Like who life, knows liberty, and the happen. pursuit of happiness is mm-hmm. for rich people. Not who knows what's gonna happen. Common Glenn Maxwell. Ugh. Who knows? It's, it's gonna, gonna be crazy. Be I'm watching. Yeah, I'm definitely watching. Yeah, I've stayed away from everything just so I can like just kind of once it's because I don't like to like be in limbo, you know. Oh, this is what happened today at the trial. This is what happened. This is who testified. This No, once those closing arguments happen, that's when I let myself in. And OK, let me watch everything. Let me see how it went down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The recap, the highlights. Dang, bro. Mm-hmm. Well, with all that being said, I know my boy got to give back to his wife and kid, and I got to yeah. give back to my wife. My kids are done for tonight. So um, <laughs> this has been the Agree Podcast. Thank y'all for tuning indeed. in once again. Um, if you're on YouTube, like, share, subscribe, hit the yeah. bell as well. Ring the um, bell. Tell some people about it. If you're on Apple um, Podcasts, thank you for listening. Thank if you so much Spotify, for listening. Thank you for listening. We are up. Thank you for listening. Uh, wherever you're listening to this podcast, thank you for listening. Wait, we doesn't Spotify do video too? Can't we do video on Spotify? How do we do that? Now we'll, you can do we'll you can do out. video on Apple Apple Music as well. I I just haven't figured out how to put the video 
on that site. So for right mm. now, we are just on YouTube as far as videos go. All right. Um, we got it. We'll and it we'll figure out everything else as we go. But thank you all for listening. We are really appreciative. Um, yes. For the Agreed Podcast, I am Desi yes. Reigns. I am Rick Wilkerson. And this has been Agreed. Agreed. Take what? Peace out, mother lovers. Thank you.